0: That's our word, brought to you by Roof of Freedom. I don't think there's anything there yet still, and I'm here with Baron Von Stormhaven and a whole shitload of fucking beer and Zima. Don't ask. And,
1: uh... <laughs> Zima, it's good for the. We beer. saw
0: Transfibers 5 today. Wow. Uh, do you want to talk about it?
1: Nah, fuck that.
0: Yeah, fuck that. <laughs>
1: Let's get drunk. We don't need this shit. No way more. (mail) (ificar) ( negotiate)
0: (sighs) (laughs) (ICEOVER) (<|as|>). (�) (cheer) ( surprises) ( bibliography) ( features) ( communication) (blowing) (件事情AUDIO), (iyoruz) ( agreed) ( Historicalimon) Hmm (Gs). Fuck my woman. That's our word brought to you by Joseph Smith and jokes. <laughs> and beer.
1: Dum 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 dum. And I guess for freedom.
0: Yeah. Letter media is awesome. Anyways, uh <laughs> Are
1: we really going with this intro because Fuck I just it. fucked up.
0: No, I don't care. Fuck okay. It. So, as you can tell, we we're a little bit inebriated, which is good, I guess.
1: A wee bit, a wee bit. I brought I brewed what um, five gallons of an oatmeal stout that's in my own personal recipe, and a bottle, probably nine nine other bottles to give to coworkers at Amazon, and then keg the rest. Mm-hmm. And we're drinking that. So, and Zima. Well, <laughs> Jim's I gave drink- up.
0: I gave up the Zima. I, I tried. I gave I gave it a good call to try. So you did too.
1: Well, right. I drank maybe half a bottle. And I said, "Oh God, no, no more." And Joseph Smith said. Yes, son. No more.
0: <laughs> is there caffeine in it? Because that would be like a double sin for them. It would be, but I, mean, I don't know
1: any Mormon who would actually drink Zima.
0: Jesus, this stuff is terrible. Like, I remember it tasting like like Seven Up, and it kind of does taste like Seven Up. But there's like this weird kind of like, um, kind of like malt liquor funk to it, right? It's that's about right.
1: I would say that, but – oh, say so you drink it, say drink a little bit, you're all right. But the more you drink, the more you become disgusted with what you're drinking.
0: Right, but I mean like there's – no, it's not that. There's like, there's like a like a, a particular funk that like malt liquor has. Like Schlitz? Like Schlitz or – Dude, I love Schlitz. There was a plant... – But there's like a funk. <laughs> there's like a little bit of funk to these cheap super lagers that like this has – but it shouldn't have this because it's. But that,
1: but think remember, that. Remember that. That's a product of the '90s. The '90s was all about cheap. Sh- yeah, I would say schlit, but cheap shit, cheap malt liquor, whatever. And Mad Dog. I mean, those are all kind of. They may have been iconic of the '90s, though. They may have existed earlier. Still.
0: Yeah, like when it comes to like different kinds of beer, there's. I mean, it was it was basically a bunch of macro lagers, and then if you were lucky. Like you had Sam Adams, Sam. Ad- when did Sam Adams come out? Sam because Adam- I thought it
1: was like mid '90s,
0: somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah
1: so, you, so you you were inundated. If you grew up in the '90s and you're around, you were inundated with all this shit. And Sam Adams came around, and that was a a a bit reprieved yeah, from the shit. And then you get into the craft era, which started probably around '97 to no, two.
0: No, I think I think the craft era when it really started getting where they really started getting headway in, in the distributorship was about the 2000s, and I remember no, there and a beer. There's a movie called Beer War, and believe it or not, that film actually did a lot of good for the craft beer No, I've, I've
1: heard about it. Yet to see it, but from what I believe, I'm talking about early craft. We're talking very beginning, so Sam Adams technically can be considered one of the pioneers, yeah. but then a little bit after that, that were the between pioneer. 97 and, and the aughts, there was a little bit coming out, but then this, the spigot practically opened in the 2000s. Yeah.
0: And and Budweiser and all these other companies, they didn't know what to do, so they started going like, well, people are getting bored of our shitty beer. Let's try making Takiza, which you, you, didn't, you <laughs> didn't remember what it is. I, I never I can Google the, the logo for it, because it, it was terrible.
1: Do it, but I never remembered Takiza at all. I mean, I, re- I remembered Zima. I remember Bud Ice. Bud Ice was in the late 1999, 98, uh, 99, I believe. Oh, yeah, this Tequiza is a mystery to me.
0: <laughs> Tequiza. I can't find it. Beer. Well, maybe and it, it was... never
1: existed. Maybe this is just, you know, a Nelson Mandela effect, right?
0: <laughs> so Tequiza, if I remember correctly, because it's, it's been. ah oh, here we are. Yeah. I knew it existed. Tequiza. I was spelling it wrong. Look, look at this bottle. It looks neon oh no it's a fake one it's a replica say, wait a minute that, that, anyways, that
1: looks like a Mike's hard
0: lemonade yeah I was like wow <laughs> with a new label on? with a new label thrown on it <laughs> G- I mean to be G- honest'm
1: like really give me my shit I mean storm Stormhaven, Stormhaven brewery actually produces better stuff than this so.
0: That's, Dude. <laughs> Any even though
1: it, even though good. it it's it's a one brew microbrew at this point I have one recipe but I'm proud of it so. All right, so
0: Tequiza is beer but with blue agave nectar and a natural flavor of Mexican tequila and lime. So I was Do you how
1: i mean, okay, so
0: and it was terrible. Like I, you, I but I remember it was like my first beer, like the first beer that I bought and I was like, okay, I can drink this. How
1: often have you actually had shots of Jose Cuervo and then become extremely angry for no apparent
0: reason? <laughs> Too many in, in, in my Same account. Same with whiskey, though. Like, any kind of, like, American bourbon whiskeys. Like, I kind of cut myself off. If I'm planning on getting drunk, I can't do whiskeys because then I'll... I actually almost got kicked out of a party because I kept insisting that someone has, accept my apology. <laughs> and it was like, everybody at the party was like, Jim, you need to chill out. And then everybody was like, you know, we, we hang out with you and you get drunk all the time and you never act like that. What was the difference? You were having whiskey. <laughs> no more whiskey for you. I re- but I don't get like that when I drink scotch or rye. But if, if I've, I guess if I'm drinking Jack or anything like that. Yeah, so I swore off Jack.
1: I remember when I was living, I was 17 living up in Salt Lake. I had just moved out. And there was a neighbor of mine, Mexican, whatever. And he decided to throw a party. He invited me. And he had nothing but Jose Cuervo. And what was the other one? Patron. Mm -hmm. Right, so I started. I started drinking that first time ever. I've really drinking any type of tequila. I got mad (laughs) and I got angry for no apparent reason, and I end up getting escorted out of dude's apartment. And I just walked back to my house, thinking, "What the fuck just happened? Yeah,
0: why did I get so angry? There there are some really good sipping tequilas, like like um, I forget what the what the terms are for. It's been a while since I've had them, but they're like. They're not like Patron is one of those party like I'm at the club. I got a bunch of money. I want to buy some tequila, but I'm too pussy to actually drink like <laughs>
1: I'm too pussy yeah, drink, to, so I'm drink to drink. So I'm going to drink Patron? the shitty
0: kind that fucking like really makes me angry. So I'm going to drink, you know, the, the expensive white stuff that's clear and it's easy going down. But there's actually like good sipping tequilas that are really good to sip on. If they're 100 percent blue agave nectar and they've been barrel aged for a while. Some some there's some silvers that are pretty good too but there's some the ones that have been barrel aged for a while. Well,
1: call this my own don't have corn or anything in it. Call this my own ignorance, but after that incident in Salt Lake, I'm just like I've I've shied away from tequila because I just like all right, I'm going to go with what's mine. Yeah. Irish whiskey or Irish whiskey uh Scotch. Jameson, Maker's Mark. Maker's Mark actually puts puts out a really good whiskey. Mm-hmm. And a few others, but you know, creature I'm a creature of habit, so therefore I stay with what I know.
0: Yeah, i been getting more into spirits than I have been of craft beer as of late. But I still I still end up going to <laughs> some going to Aces and Ales and like, oh, man, there's so much good stuff. Yeah, I love and, and wine, too. I've been getting into wine, too. There is what is I, I mean, really back in because that's because beer and wine is how I kind of got started. Right. In, in, into craft and stuff, craft and kind of, like, artisan-style... Artesian. ...stuff, yeah, where I kind of got out of, like, oh, let's just have table wine and... <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: even that yeah. so... I mean, I've been brewing for a couple of years now. And I really dig a lot of the craft they've got locally, but or more specifically in Tempe, because Tempe, Arizona... Surprisingly, Tucson, Arizona has a large craft selection from all over the country. Mm-hmm. But you come up to Vegas, you would expect Vegas, a huge metropolitan area, to have a variety of of craft ale and everything else. No. So there is a very distinct selection within uh, craft beer in Vegas, which I've actually talked about previously.
0: Okay. So there, here's, here's the different types of them, right? So they have the Blanca. This is tequila again. Okay. So Blanca is like the, the silver and the white stuff, right? Um, and it's not aged. Bottled almost immediately after distillation. I'm not putting the transformer stuff back in again. Transfivers five. No, nah, uh, don't. That's me. The <laughs> the uh, joven or young. This is all. This is where you start getting into like the typical tequilas, like, um, you know, Jose Cuervo and all the cheap stuff that you know that costs like ten twenty bucks a bottle for a fifth. It's terrible, and it's a lot of that stuff. It says like. Unaged silver tequila that's uh, flavored with caramel coloring, oak extract, glycerin, syrup, you know, the good stuff, right? <laughs> so the Yolvin, uh, then the rest, this is when you start getting into really good. It's like we get Respato, which is aged in oak barrels, Agno, and extra Agno, which is like at least in two or three years in oak barrels. Those are good sipping wines, a lot of three. What we understand is, like, tequila is just the Yoven. So, <laughs> that's, so basically, That's what gets you angry.
1: So basically what you're saying is we need to be rich and powerful to actually enjoy the finer things in life. Yeah. 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 And then... You
0: have to improve your ego.
1: Yeah. I've known this for quite some time now, <laughs> and yet I work at Amazon, and I'm working my way up. So let's talk about the next king the, the, of the, the domination. world. The domination tour. As as hashtag by Mr. Brian Sovereign.
0: You know, so here, here's the thing. Like I have like a little bit of a nuanced opinion when it comes to these people like Zuckerberg and and um, Bezos and all these other people because there's, there's a part of me that really likes what they're doing and then there's a part of me that's like genuinely like concerned about what they're doing, like genuinely afraid of what they're doing. Because on one hand, these guys are like titans. Like these guys know what they're doing. They understand human psychology. They understand the future. They understand how what how people are going to be thinking and 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 consuming in the future. Not just of like media, but products and services as well. And they're they're doing a good job and like filling that demand. While like the dinosaurs, like all these old companies are figuring out, like, okay, what do we do? We don't, we don't know what to do. And it's because they understand how humans operate and how technology operates and how they're going to kind of collide. Whereas stuff like Walmart's basically catch like playing catch-up. So Walmart, what they're doing now is they're basically trying to emulate Amazon now, but with brick and mortar. Amazon is kind of going like, well, we need to have some brick and mortar, so that's why they bought um, Whole Foods. That's, what, that's I think. That's what's happening with that is that they, that they're that they're interested in having their prime now. Well, they're their, going the with pantry. with
1: well with with the acquisition of Whole Foods. If they keep the Whole Foods name, which I don't think they will, they'll actually convert them to the Prime
0: Fresh, which yeah, was the, I'm th- waiting for that because that's actually kind of neat. At the same time, I'm scared of mm-hmm. Bezos. <laughs> well, don't but but if you so look close. at there
1: was a Wall Street Journal article which I generally hate Wall Street Journal or the New York Times. But they had an interesting article about the acquisition of Whole Foods by Amazon, and they, you know, detailed what it went or what specifically was going on and how the transaction actually happened. It wasn't about what was going to happen in the future; it was all about what happened up to the point of the sale or the buy. Mm-hmm. And so it looks like that. Uh, what's the CEO of Whole Foods? The so-called libertarian maverick.
0: Yeah, He's a libertarian. I don't. I don't well, well, no. And any status, I think
1: he may be, but I think he may be more anarchist than status. But regardless, he was getting pressure from his shareholders to change or to change Whole Foods or to get a new board of directors on because things were sliding for Whole Foods, and then they have been for like the past year or so. And so, in a power move, it looks like Amazon came in and just saved his ass. Yeah. So we'll see what ends up turning out. I mean, because the first thing I heard about it, the first thing I did, there's a um, what they call a VOA board, right? So the Voice of the Associate. So it's it's something we can tag, we can tag in, and to get you know upper management feedback on. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I said it was like, well, with the acquisition of Whole Foods, will we be getting a discount?
0: It was never answered. So yeah, I'm. Who knows? I'm- because I do like that concept where I can just walk into a store, grab what I need, and leave. Well,
1: right, and that and that's the concept for Amazon Fresh. Whereas they may have one or two, or if they if they have any stores out like that right now, I mean the new, they new have a couple. I think if I, they have a couple, they they're going to be New York based because the new Amazon bookstore, <clears throat> excuse me, came out maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. and that was New York. That was a New York launch. So I'm waiting back to see what. More specifically, the feedback is on the Amazon bookstore because I'm actually waiting for something like that to happen in Vegas because Vegas is actually a pretty diverse market. Yeah, which might actually benefit Amazon in a way.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's probably, you're probably not going to get the kind of diversity that you get in like New York, but we're pretty up there. But a lot of a lot of it's kind of like Japan and Hawaii, well, not, I w- not Japan, but Hawaii. Well, more specific close. I would
1: say the markets for Amazon <laughs> for their testing phase would probably be either the West Coast or East Coast. So you got the uh, a vast, more, probably more a, the a vast density what's... of people, you know, in, in a mm-hmm. square block. So New York makes sense. L. A. makes sense too, mm-hmm. but still, we don't. I mean, who knows? I'm not necessarily. Uh, and the know about what's going on in terms of amazon's acquisitions, yeah
0: like but anyways like like i say like there's when it comes to those people like I, there's one hand where I really respect like they're they're kind of like they're really understanding the human market and being able to fulfill everybody's needs, but at the same time he's working so close with like the n s a and and all these other kind of government agencies it's it's kind of scary well, there is <clears throat> so. In order
1: for Jeff Bezos to actually and this is public knowledge, so I'm not spilling any company secrets, you can look it up. There was before Bezos bought the Washington Times or what was the Washington Post. know, yeah, the he Post. Bought the,
0: uh, he bought
1: wow, he bought the Post, right? But this was so before that he actually set up a cloud server specifically for the NSA. The NSA paid him six hundred million dollars. And then he turned around and bought the Washington Post for like two hundred. So he owns the post, so the post is pretty much an Amazon mouthpiece quote i I don't know whether how do you want to to um differentiate whether it's Bezos personal versus Amazon if you can uh separate the two or not mm-hmm. but yeah, so he owns the post and that was a big deal and amazon and but the CIA has a specific cloud service what that regards and it's been confirmed to me by an actual manager on the floor we talked about it for about 20 minutes and he surprisingly when i kept on saying so what about the cia he looked at me and then went on talking about something else
0: <laughs> yeah it's-
1: so i asked a coworker about that i'm like was it just me or was he you know mit- or completely ignoring the fact that i was talking about the cia
0: it's like oh yeah no he's ignoring you i'm wondering how I mean, like how how a corporation can even function today if they're not if they don't if they, if they refuse to work with the state because the state is going to be the one that's going to help them get all the permits they need to in order to open up new facilities and
1: well what I'm worried about if they're
0: going to do the drones then they well so it's ha-
1: not even this okay so if you look at the CIA the CIA is not a law enforcement agency.
0: Right, they're an intelligence
1: gathering service. Right, so, you know. So I, I, I have people, <laughs> I have co, I have coworkers at Amazon who's saying, who are telling me this, you know, as if I didn't know, but you know, but so, you know, but I know. So there, but but these specific coworkers are wanting getting into local PD, whether it be Nevada Highway Patrol or Metro period, and they're saying, yeah, the CIA is fucking above and beyond. I'm like, well, that's the point. So the CIA itself is not. Respondent to the public, say like the FBI is. So what if the CIA is actually wanting to stage its own coup and completely run the state itself with Amazon's help? It's possible. So now, if you, uh, picture this. So if anyone's actually familiar with the Shadowrun uh, role playing series, <clears throat> it's set in the future, not in the you know not in the far future, but. At roughly like 2015 to 2017 a magic anomaly happens you know there are orcs elves trolls you know they they come back to the american soil but during this time what i'm more interested in is the mega corporations they actually come or the corps themselves actually become governments among specific areas like you have seattle well where the mega corporations are actually in power hong kong and Germ- you know germany it's it's all somewhat similar, but we're actually seeing the first instances of this in amazon. Amazon is actually it has global reach it's got the entire world under its fingertips what's it going to do with it you know what's its main plan so we're talking about later on down the road if governments fail what what comes to take its place, which would be corporations like amazon google.
0: Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening.
1: <laughs> and this soundtrack is?
0: Yeah, Shadowrun.
1: Shadowrun. I love that game. I really do. I mean, but no, so I started playing. That's the original <laughs> Shadowrun for the Super Nintendo, but I'm playing the, the new renditions that were put out by Hair, Hairbrain. By the way,
0: like I hate RPGs, but Shadowrun was probably the only one that I actually really enjoyed. And it was on S. I don't think I played SNES. anything past S. N. E. S. It was that and Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger, yeah, yeah. Those, those are the only those two were, that I could really. So the enjoy. biggest game,
1: actually, the biggest game. Actually, I like the Mario one too. The Mario one. There was you're talking about S. N. E. S. So therefore, yeah. there were three big games, I believe, for S. N. E. S. Role playing wise, Chrono Trigger was actually was fucking huge. Final Fantasy three or the final Final Fantasy series, I think it was two and three, and then Shadow Run.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting enough. The main character, Jake Armitage, from that Shadowrun game from SNES, actually makes an appearance in the first Shadowrun game for PC. Mm-hmm. It was great. I mean, if hardcore fans love it, I mean, they they would recognize him. Which, I was a kid when I played it, and then when I played Shadowrun Returns, I remembered him. I'm like, holy shit, it's the guy from the original. And I know that the Xbox
0: version sucked. That
1: was... Hairbrain scheme. I think it's either Hairbrain Schemes Games or Hairbrain Games... They're a small company that actually done ki- have done Kickstarters, which actually have financed the first three Shadowrun games, mm. they're, and they're excellent. Granted, the writing's a little sloppy and it's a little you know tongue in cheek with what the role playing game was back in the day, but very playable. I enjoy them.
0: Hey, be careful with your mic, man. <laughs> this isn't exactly a teaching hospital, but I, I'll make it be. If, it's if that's no the case. long
1: no. It's no longer a, che- a teaching hospice. We have all gotten our mds we're all degreed now so therefore we should know proper etiquette yeah
0: well you need to get a bit closer now because now i got to read and just uh, no <laughs> so be close but just you know, don't write this all right don't Perfect.
1: kick don't kick the mic because you don't of kick a, the mic i have a habit of tapping
0: this is allowable just because we just uh, the amount of alcohol that we've about imbi- imbibes i can't even say imbibe for fuck's sake drunk How much drink
1: we've drunk. I've had quite a few glasses of my own ale. And that shit's pretty potent. So, therefore.
0: This this, this is pretty potent. I was really surprised. The Zima, I I thought the Zima would probably be a little bit higher. But I looked at it. It was like 5% alcohol. (laughs) It's like,
1: really? start drinking my shit. Mine is at least 8.
0: Wasn't like Smirnoff like 6 or something like that? I don't even remember. I think it was hot.
1: All I know is. So, I threw in. I had a. Smirnoff was panty remover. I'm telling you. So for my ale, I actually had. It was a, a prototypical oatmeal stout, but I thought I, I decided to throw a little bit extra uh, brown sugar and molasses, just you know, to up the alcohol content mm-hmm. as well as the taste. I may have uh, you know now that I've actually gotten a
0: a third a second third opinion, what yeah. have you. Some of, some of them are okay. So I'm looking at them.
1: You're fucking interrupting me in my story. Oh,
0: well, I need I need I need to fact check myself. Some of them seem to be like anywhere from five to seven percent, depending on the flavor. Right.
1: So once you've reached the eight percent, that's that. Now you're going to different territories. Not necessarily an imperial stout.
0: <laughs> no, these are alcohol pops. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Okay. So an imperial stout's at least going to be ten base, right? Ten percent alcohol per volume base. Oatmeal stouts are roughly in the six percent. But I, li- I like my ale a little bit harder. So, therefore, I added the extra ingredients to up it to about probably 7.75 yeah, to Smirnoff,
0: 8.25. Regular Smirnoff ice. It's 5%. So
1: you're talking about wine coolers. I mean, the black ice. Wine
0: cooler versus a fucking no, ale.
1: Come on. Is, <laughs> it's, not, it's not cooler. <laughs> it's wine cooler. It's not a wine cooler. This is
0: not a wine cooler. This is an alcohol pop, which I think. Wine cooler, one step up, but still pretty. It's pretty beta. (laughs) It's
1: pretty beta. No, as as I've learned,
0: they're pretty terrible. The alcohol
1: percentage per volume for a Zima glass is the exact same that you're going to get. In a fucking London pub, drinking maybe Newcastle or something no, this of
0: this. This is similar to like something like a, like a Bud Light or something. But I think Bud Light is like four point five percent.
1: Unless you live in Utah, then it's three point two five.
0: Well, yeah. Well, that's, there's cereal bill, cereal bill, the cereal bill beer. Fuck, <laughs> fuck, cereal beer that's all across the country that's like less than three percent Actually, no, that's not true. Utah specifically has. A
1: law stating that its alcohol percentage for non craft, because I'm pretty sure craft beer is actually being able to supplant that, any bud or bud light is going to be 3.0 or 3.25%, which is why many people, many, what, youngins, young people within, well, let me give you an example. When I was 17, I had friends who were 21. We would actually go to Nevada. we go to Mesquite, Nevada to get Nevada beer. And we specifically stayed in Nevada beer because it was 7.0, whereas Utah was 3.0. So you had to drink twice as much just to get as drunk.
0: I'm a big fan of session beers. I like a little alcohol i because I just like to drink. But I don't necessarily want to get drunk. (laughs) Well, right. So so
1: what I've heard, and and a lot of other pubs say like in London and what else, they have session because that's – that's the life, or yeah, that's say the, that's the style, that's the lifestyle, or whatever. You're gonna drink and enjoy the environment as opposed to drink to get drunk, right? And then have like some type of homicidal episode as you were drinking <laughs> Jose Cuervo,
0: <laughs> you know? Yeah, but so it's, it's like when we when we go to the Aces and Nails thing, I, you always see me getting like, oh, a session. I'll I'll, I'll try the session. I'll try that one first. You know, I'll try a couple of sessions first, and then I'll move on to like oh, let's get something with a little bit more flavor.
1: Really? Not me. But there's it's a like, lot it's of like imperial, s- imperial oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the bitter dark shit. It's not that I want to get drunk. It's because I like the way it tastes. It's strong. It's
0: well, it's got to be. See, it,
1: I, it's got to be like this German imperialism that's just ultimately coming through in a way, or maybe Russian. I, it's I think it's. I
0: think sure. it's probably because you try to go for the whole paleo or primal aspect and then when you get there you're like oh delicious carbs i want whatever has the most carbs in it <laughs> and then me on the other hand i'm like i don't care about carbs i don't really care what i care about is spice like i've I've always been like one of those people like i when, when i get hookah flavors i don't really care about fruit flavors i'm more interested in like mint or cardamom or uh, cinnamon, like those sorts of things. those sorts of flavors. So ever since, those are the kind of flavors <clears throat> that I like. Hot sauces. I'm I'm much more into like getting something that's super spicy hot sauce than something that's like like a candy. I'm not, oh, not okay, candy so or we'll, or let's products. bring that
1: comparison in.
0: There
1: was care, there there was an unused hot sauce on fucking Jim's floor. I decided to pick up and drink because it was unopened, <laughs> and I said, "Hey Diablo. Jim, do you it want was this?"
0: Taco Bell Diablo. is Taco Bell,
1: right? <laughs> Okay, so I opened the, the packet, drank it, and yeah, I could feel the heat, but there was no flavor. I'm like, what the fuck's the point? in heat. having a hot. No, it's not. It's having. The idea is if you can combine both the heat and the flavor to have kind of like a 50 50 shot in it, that would be great. But if you're just going for heat, well, there's no fucking point. I actually. Ha- Dude, well, get the fuck out. I mean, <laughs> come on.
0: Considering that Taco Bell sauce doesn't taste that great anyway. Well, no. Even that,
1: I'm just saying as this, I'm laying about or laying this as hot sauce across the board. Mm -hmm. From my opinion, in my opinion, it's got to have heat and flavor. Flavor is most important because you use hot sauce to accent food, not just to make it food so unpalatable. It's like the Cajun (laughs) stuff. I mean, what do we do? We're going to throw salt on it or we're going to (laughs) throw spice on it until it's actually edible. Burn
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. No. that i that, so so my my daily my daily uh your daily driver my daily driver is actually um, a hot sauce called melinda's naga Jalokia, which is i think i'm not sure if naga jolokia is a ghost pepper but it is a naga i it's, think is it that family then it's the same family okay and it's I don't know if it's the same – like I've I've seen – was it Naga Jolokia? I've seen people refer to Naga Jolokia as ghost peppers and I've also seen them refer to something else and I can't remember the name of it. But that's the more common usage of it. So the Naga Jolokia has like – it's like the difference between them is like only a few thousand Scoville units. But when you're talking about one point – you know a million Scoville units, what's a thousand? <laughs> one so, well, percent?
1: Well, and my yeah. – my- in
0: my take is it, can you actually taste it or is it just No, it's good the the sauce itself like mm. I, when i looked up the scoville unit for the sauce itself it's a really good sauce it's something it, it doesn't clock in about a million it clocks in i think it was 134,000 or something like that which is it's, it's it's pretty damning like i've had hotter hot sauces but this is something that i could use daily driver it gets it gets my endorphins going and i'm good and it tastes good mm. Which is what I needed to do. But I also have some like uh, – my friend actually sent me a whole bunch of like dried peppers. And it goes from smoked ghost peppers, regular ghost peppers, scorpion peppers, which by the f- by far is my favorite pepper so far. And then the Reaper, which is the most hottest pepper – which was the most hottest pepper until Dave and I figured out, oh, no, there's actually one more that's hotter that could actually kill you. <laughs> which I want to do. Challenge accepted. <laughs>
1: So I think I may actually do a YouTube video of me actually taking Fuck
0: it, we'll do it on Facebook right now after this <laughs> after this. <laughs> so I can wait, I've got I
1: said I got to do OT in about I don't know 12 hours. I'm, if I die, I
0: can't actually You're just going to have to be like I got a shit and there's no excuse. I can't I can't I can't take a no on this one. <laughs> can't take a no. <laughs> I got a shit. So you you want to do I I suggest doing the uh the scorpions cuz the scorp what was that?
1: That was someone knocking on the wall as if we're being too loud. We're being too loud? Tough shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could do the scorpion pepper. You down to the scorpion pepper?
1: Yeah. But now this I'm quite- actually kind of... I'm more worried about the actual noise we're making that in... Eh, <laughs> uh, fuck it.
0: Tough shit. You can close the door if you want.
1: And yet you told me don't close the door because it gets too fucking hot. And therefore
0: ah. fuck it. We'll suffer for our art, damn it. <laughs> we'll
1: suffer for our sins Besides, and more we're, ale. We're, we're
0: about to, we're about ready to go. Get some Go ahead. Go. Do it. Gonna well, no, some,
1: I'm going to go get some more ale right now, so.
0: Well, I can't pause it. So go go. <laughs> what I'm saying is we could we could we're going to do the pepper. So we're going to have we're going to have fun anyway. <laughs> So what does it matter if it's it's like thirty more degrees inside of the room if we have the door closed, and I don't get the neighbors p- kicking in the door? Jesus, you didn't even take my glass, by the way. Thank you. it <sighs> at? By the way, you didn't grab my glass. Thank you.
1: I did not. <laughs> Uh, where are the peppers?
0: <laughs> we're not going to do them right now. Oh, okay, good. No, that's a video.
1: That's a video, okay.
0: Yeah. So while he's doing that, I might as well talk about how I got some flags delivered. And I think we were talking about it on the, the episode with Lisa, but I'm too drunk to remember.
1: <laughs> well, hold on. Talk some more. Talk some
0: more about... man. You you delivered more head to me than than porn wait, wait, stars. Wait, wait. wait,
1: what what guy says you gave me too much head? I mean
0: I don't want head from you. No, I'm not I talking want- I'm not
1: talking about that. I'm talking about head in general. Okay. What guy says you gave me too much head?
0: Period. You did. This is too much head. But it I think it's because of the thing. Anyways, um, so I got some of those those <laughs> flags printed off. And Talk I'm about selling. your flags!
1: I I gotta go do my thing.
0: Okay, <laughs> so what? what inter, intermission. Woo-woo-woo. Um, so I have some, <laughs> I'm selling some flags. I have some 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 pretty sternerish flags. I have the uh, the what is this? What do we call it? The spook spook. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you can hear that. The spook. Um, Spook Craig flag, which is kind of a take on the Reich. Sh- God damn it, Reich's Craig flag, and it's got a Ghostbuster symbol. You probably seen it from the last episode that we, when when I had James Weeks on, we used that as the show image. But then we had this one printed, and they fucked it up. They, these. I'm not going to go into too much detail about how they fucked it up, but they fucked it up. They used the wrong image to print it off. It, like I'm looking at it right now and it looks fine, especially from a distance. But once you start getting close to it, once you start getting about 15 feet or so away from it, God. then you start noticing like, oh, it's pixelated and kind of blurry. <clears throat> but it works. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to have it like I'm going to have it fly, like hanging behind me in my videos because it still works. But I wouldn't. It's not actually,
1: not actually hanging behind you. It's hanging to the side, so therefore, no one will see it if you're actually making yeah. a standard video. So I'm, unless you actually switch out the "Don't Tread on Me" flag for the sterner
0: flag, which actually may be better, I think it actually might be better. But I'm selling the the one the the the, the one that came out good. It's they used the right image for it, and it's clean and looks nice. You've seen it, yeah? It's be careful, lovely. Careful, don't don't peek. It looks great, and I, want, I can sell that one for twenty. But I was trying to sell this one for twenty as well, but it's it just I can't do it. So I'm just going to sell it at cost. So if you want both of them, I'll do it for twenty six. Yeah, free shipping because the other one includes free shipping. If you want just this Sterner flag, I'm going to make you pay for shipping because everything is purely what it costs me to make.
1: You know, so I've actually been wanting to do this. It though. looks good, though. My internet got cut off for well, I will not name the reasons, but yet
0: why not? Cause fuck piracy. It was just, well, <laughs> let, let's piracy. just say
1: so. Okay, so I was on. I have a du- dual boot machine, which I actually have a VPN on my Linux machine, but not. I did not set it up for my Windows machine. Mm-hmm. I was playing. I was playing a game. I think it was. Um, I can was, still hear you. I was going off. I was playing Red Faction, but I said I wanted to make an '80s mix of the old songs I, I love listening to, and so I downloaded a what. What was it? Tears for Fears album, which was in 2009. But yet my Internet provider decided to flag me for it and my Internet got cut off. That's been since, what, last Thursday. So I've been Internet free for roughly half a week, almost a week. I'm remedying that. But the few things that I've seen about the flags that Jim had posted, I didn't necessarily see an issue with it until I came to see it in person. I still don't – I mean, yes, I can definitely see the pixelation issue. The quality issue is a little bit lower, but the flag itself in my in my eyes is still flyable. It's still a viable thing to do. So You're talking about yeah. – yeah. I'm talking about the Stern flag. Yeah, the Eagle is Yeah, I've
0: had a couple of people say, like, ah, I don't care. It looks okay. I'm like, but I still can't. It's not. It's not twenty dollars. Well, no,
1: no, I, I get it. So, yeah. so I, can't,
0: you, I would not f- sleep well knowing. You that take I'm pride you much. in what your product yeah. is, which I, I and I chewed them out, and they refuse to give me a refund. Nothing I can do about it. Tell them fuck you. Yeah, you it's know. A custom flag. There's nothing they can do. Well,
1: no, I'm still gonna fly that flag, even though it may not be perfect. You know, it still is what it is, and I appreciate it. So therefore, I'll fly, yeah. I'll fly it. But from a distance, it's
0: not bad. Like I'm looking at it, unless I'm really kind of like examining it, then it's like, oh yeah. Well, if you're putting, if you're if you're actually
1: uh, using it as saying a model and putting up against another that you've gotten, yeah, the quality is not necessarily there. But at a distance, it's it's all right. I mean, I'm gonna hang it in my
0: office. It's an extra six bucks if you're gonna buy the other one. Dude, the other one's fucking awesome. I love it. And so many, oh, people, yeah. We should so talk So many that.
1: people had gotten triggered by the Iron Cross. Okay, holy shit!
0: No, it, it was the whole flag. In, okay, so bearing the lead, I, I, uh, there's a couple of people I'm gonna contact and let them know. But most everybody, I'm just gonna be like fuck them. Uh, the stern was the Sterners Spook Posting Group. Yeah. Yeah, sterner spook posting group. I posted and saying like, "Hey, I'm having a couple of these flags made. If you want one, let me know. I can send one to you, you know. And I'm I'm going to try to keep the prices relatively decent cuz like what is it? Like the like a lot of the flags that I see for uh anarchist shit are like way even anarcho capitalists, I think I think I found like the anarcho-capitalist flag, I found for like twenty-eight bucks. The anarcho-queer one was like fifty. Anarcho-feminism well, one was you like look, fifty. Did you
1: look at um, what was it? Davi's old page, which he may be running, shiny badges. Yeah, it's the gone. Muslim ag- He doesn't have those anymore. No, but those pins themselves, and he was actually selling the flags, and I believe they were I actually lower. Well, no, even back then when I was looking at it, yeah. they were at lower cost. When I believe you were you were actually saying other people were selling them for. Yeah. Which is insane. I mean, because he was selling for the entire gamut. Yeah. Every every type of black flag anarchist all the way to any type of, like, anarcho-queer well, I saw it I saw the
0: pins, but I didn't see the actual flag. The actual flag, I, I know it had an ANCAP flag, but they were pretty expensive. I remember looking at it. I'm like, no, I can get it cheaper. And I found mine on eBay. I kept my anarcho-capitalist flag. I think I bought that a few years ago. Yeah, I'm not a... Uh,
1: can't say you're an agcap anymore. I'm slowly, an I'm slowly anymore.
0: moving away from that. Label. I've
1: done ever since I declared myself. I mean, an I don't
0: use that label. I just don't use that label. But like, if if I'm going to explain to someone, like they're just quickly want an answer, like like I'm anti-state, and I I would I, my my spook that I love that I prefer is definitely uh, more on the market free market side. But at the same time, it's like I'm looking the I'm looking at all the other ANCAPs, and I'm cringing. Like a lot well, okay, of ANCAPs no, no, make me cringe. so so this what this is I
1: believe what we were talking about which you wanted to bring up was specifically because I identify as an anarcho monarchist Now that is a fucking minority within a minority. Yeah. in and of itself, but I don't care.
0: It's like a it's like a black gay guy. Yeah, pretty.
1: <laughs> Even though they're out there, they they yeah. do exist. A, but, a trans
0: black gay guy.
1: Yeah, we're out there. Or
0: something. A trans black, black but, lesbian the idea that zero Okay, so there are people within... a <laughs> pretty deep snowflake area, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's a spook in and of itself. You
0: got some you got some some awesome like anti privilege going on there. Right. It's but anti privilege privilege.
1: So you look at the <laughs> An, the ANCAP community before the Trump election, it was pretty solid. People had a, a, a specific solidified ideology and that and there was a group. But yet the Trump thing the, – the Trump phenomenon happened and they – you saw the infiltration happen mm-hmm. in real time and it completely fucked everything up. Now yeah,
0: – like the, the, the alt-right.
1: The alt-right co-opted it or the small percentage <laughs> of the alt-right co-opted it. And,
0: and you also got the C4SS people – but yet, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say them specifically. No,
1: because they've always been their own thing. But yeah. yet you look at the all right, but you look at the Trump phenomenon and the end caps who were solid and cap. But then when Trump came on the scene, well, all of a sudden pro Trump that completely fragmented the un- uh, union, Not um, the uh, community as a whole. Yeah. But then ever since then, that community has actually been damned. Because of Trump, because yeah. of every, because it's,
0: it's easy because because the communists have just been pointing at people like, um, Cantwell and Marocchio. Who, that, who which by the way, I'm still friends with Marocchio, even though. Hold on a second, Marocchio, but that guy T
1: and there's a um, Molyneux? Not really. Well, no, I'm yeah. saying, but but the people who have a public face that are actually easy to target and therefore make an enemy of because they're easy yeah. to target, they're verifiable. On YouTube, so therefore they can be attacked. But see, easily. they
0: either they either fall into the camp of, you know, like being open to to fascism, open to fascism, whatever that means, or actually full blown like we need fascism to to weed out all the communists so that we can have a free market libertarian society. You have those people, all I mean, that whole gamut, and then you also have the people that who are big faces who have just straight out like started advocating like crazy ass like. Like char- like straw characters of caricatures of what people assume like MK Lords is at, which like George, what's his name? It's fucking the guy that runs the anarcho-capital quote unquote anarcho-capitalist group that just ba- that used to I post like gay pictures all the time.
1: I don't even know. Like, I never associated with those people. I I it's, thought myself an, an back in the day I thought myself as an ANCAP by reading Rothbard and kind of following that same ideology, but yet. There was that perversion, some the yeah. infiltration and the perversion. I hate both of them. By, b- <laughs> right. Yeah. By the alt-right and it's turning it into something that's completely not what it is. And so I'm a big, whether this may be a damnation or whatnot, but I'm a big Hans-Hermann Hoppe fan. Because his idea in God, the Democracy That Failed was the whole idea that monarchy was actually better than a democracy.
0: But was he advocating it? I don't. I don't think he was. He actually was not advocating, advocating it. it yeah. He was
1: launching it. But he's the one that actually I kind of latched onto as the idea for monarchism because he he provided the logic that's that stated that a monarchism was actually better than democracy because of historic principle. But, yeah, I, but I'm, I, I'm not... I latched onto that and yet provi- made it even further. Went more. Kind of like Anarcho, than he even went and kind of developed my own philosophy behind it. Yeah, and that's where I stand. So
0: I've I've been reading Stirner, and there's lots of stuff that I'm like, I like this stuff, and I and like I want to agree with it, but then there's other stuff in there that's like, oh, this is horrible. (laughs) But I mean, well, what is it? You can
1: take like a lot of people have said you can give and take specific things that you like within people.
0: I mean, I mean, if, okay, so even if I wanted to agree with Rothbard, I'm looking at even the way society is run today versus when he was alive and when he was writing all this stuff. It's a much different world. Cuz a lot of the stuff he was writing during the 70s and 80s, Dude,
1: the 90s, really? There was not
0: the 90s?
1: Mm. B-
0: but during those times, if you – like let's say that you had a great business idea and you built a team. Like you actually said, like you got so a whole bunch of like programmers or whatever to kind of help you do whatever this this new app or this new service and you have a a really great team. If this was 1990 or 1970 or anywhere in between then and you said like, OK, we we're going to build a company – you basically either have to pay out of pocket, buying getting a loan from a from a bank which is going to be astronomically high interest rates, which would be cost prohibitive for you to actually even start it cuz you'd be like I don't think we can pull in enough revenue in order to pay off the loan, or you can try to reach out to a VC and VCs were basically like you had to know a guy and you had to be connected in that world and you had to go and actually visit those people in person, you know, or you know, if you can get them to do it over the telephone, maybe, but it's it's really risky. They wouldn't they would say, like, you want me to give you money and I've only ever talked to you over the phone? Fuck you. Now we live in a world where everybody's like talking on Twitter. Everybody's life is a whole open book. You can go on Facebook and see what they've been posting for the last eight years. <laughs> you can but see it on Twitter. It's not. No, yeah. then, that's,
1: that's not even enough. So, but
0: I mean, like there are websites that actually like where you can. It's like it's almost like Tinder for VCs for venture capitalists. So you can actually go on there. and well, right, find a venture capitalist, right, but you
1: actually have to have keywords, key buzzwords that are actually key a, a VCN. But no. But look, you can do this, this from your
0: bed. You can do this from your, you can lay in bed, build an entire corporation and build a great idea. Right. And, and get build it off the a great IPO and, and you
1: make money and then the actual product is shit.
0: Yeah. Well, what I'm happened saying- with
1: Ethereum? What happened with, you know, all this other shit? People were saying that, that this fucking, this ethereum chick. With the, med- with the medical, with the medical testing and all I'm that, I'm
0: not saying that it's perfect because you know capitalism is never about being perfect. It's all no, about- it's
1: all about exposing the bugs. Now we're actually seeing the bugs exposed. Yeah. Now here's here's the issue I I see in a first hand basis. Well, right now I okay. go to Amazon, I go to work, I see if inefficiencies at where I work, mm-hmm. and but yet I talk to people who recognize these inefficiencies who would actually I would pick as a team if I was a team leader. It's like I want this person, this and this. And this, to do this right, am I going to hear it? Am I going to be able to do it? No, because there's the bureaucracy of Amazon, much like the bureaucracy well, of government.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and so, not- like large corporations, I, I I don't think would fare well in any system unless they had protections from the state. Like they they'd have to have barriers to entry. They would have to have lobbyists who would sit there and like give them favors build these, you know, barriers to entries for them to prevent other companies from getting in. Companies like Amazon would probably be more like companies like at best maybe Kroger. Like, you know Kroger's still fucking huge. Kroger's huge, but that's probably about as big as you're gonna get. Well but but <laughs> Kroger
1: when I first moved to Vegas I worked for Kroger for about two weeks. And then I said fuck it. Yeah. But Kroger, I mean, so Kroger's based out of Cincinnati, they're Midwest, but all the Smiths, at least in Vegas or in in Nevada, all the fries in Arizona, that's all Kroger brand. Kroger went in and they would buy the company, but then they would keep the whatever the local market was mm-hmm. because people have recognized that mm-hmm. so Kroger's huge you know is bigger than actually people ever believe, but it's all based out of the midwest, so.
0: Yeah, I used to work for Kroger, so I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. So you know exactly. I worked for Dillon's time. in Kansas, but but I mean at the same time, like oh, that was compare, comparing Kroger to something like Google or Amazon or Alphabet rather. Google, what? what, what is well, it? it's Google. <laughs> so
1: we notice Google. They're owned by a company by named Alphabet. Alpha,
0: Alpha Google.
1: No Alphabet, but yet we don't know anything about Alphabet. It's all about Google. Yeah. So I think Google actually started a, a, a company. That actually was supposed to be over them that they named Alphabet, and this is mm-hmm. a magus fucking entity out there that no one knows anything about.
0: So, I mean, but com- but com- if you compared to AlphaGook and Microsoft and Amazon, those and- are
1: world. Well, no, okay. So if you the want to, Kroger
0: comp- is really Kroger really-
1: is U.S. based. Yeah, Amazon, Microsoft, world- it's it's world based. Yeah. So. This is kind of going back, and this is something I definitely wanted to touch base with on the ZGY podcast. Uh, I
0: mean, they're not even Walmart. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> and Wal- and Walmart's worldwide, is it not? I don't know. It may be. I don't know. But we're talking about so Shadow Shadow Run base Shadow Run. We're talking about Megacorps. in the future. Then the Mega Corporations, then the few, the many, actually run the world. And so we're kind of a. I was applying it to modern day. Hearing about hearing in Brian Sovereign's podcast about Amazon and the world domination tour and the specifics going about that, I could see yes, Amazon could be one of those mega corps Mm -hmm. depicted in Shadowrun, Drake, as well, yeah, as well Mm -hmm. as Google being Aries or whatever. But if you have enough, if you have a corporation that actually has enough plants around the world when governments fail they could declare sovereignty for whatever reason they'd have to hire their own mercenary army but that's besides the point but they could if they could actually hold that territory they could be a nation among themselves but yeah that nation would actually span across the globe and in any if you're say an Amazon employee say in Brazil you would actually be a citizen of Amazon and Brazil would be no more mm-hmm. Same thing would happen in America and you know, Germany, wherever
0: Yeah. I mean like
1: in terms of in, in terms of, of logically things happening, I actually see that as opposed to an entire governmental collapse maybe worldwide. But what's gonna fill the vac if that happens, what fills the vacuum? Well it's gonna be the bureaucracies
0: that the corporations already have in place, so why not just fill that need? Yeah. So I, like, on one hand, like, I, I'm i I'm definitely anti-state. I'm definitely pro-free markets, like laissez-faire markets. I'm La- not.
1: Laissez-faire.
0: <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I'm not a market anarchist. Like, I said that, and I was like, I said market anarchist or free market anarchist. And someone quickly pointed out, like, aha, you said market anarchist. Those are communists. And I was like, they kind of are. No, that's not what I am. <laughs> oh, not even a point. <laughs>
1: I don't even get that. I'm just like, you know, I'm about ready to drop the anarcho from my moniker and just say, yeah, I'm a monarchist. Because in the end, monarchists were about private property because it was their private property. It's the egoist private property. (laughs)
0: They own everything.
1: (laughs) They they own what they own. These are their borders. This is what exactly they own. Nothing else.
0: But I also own it too. Everything's my property. Mm. Well, fight me for it. And then then, then we'll see. I mean, Highlander,
1: you know- Let's do our thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I kinda I, I like from a practical standpoint, from practicality, I think property rights, the property norms make a lot of sense. But at the same time, if you look at the way property has like ran throughout entire the entirety of history, right? It's it's never been about property norms. It's always been about might. And there was a there's a yes. quote in that book.
1: It's always been about might and what you can protect.
0: Right, what you can protect
1: is therefore your property. What you cannot protect is not.
0: Yeah, like and even even if you took it at property norms, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, what if I want your property? Then basically, what it comes down to is you're going to defend your property but your your defense of your property doesn't necessarily mean you're going to keep your property <laughs> it just means that oh, you're right. going to defend your property right and this and so, is, this, and this, is, is what, always. this is what this is what mock was saying mock sterner was saying was was what do you say like the fistful of um a fistful of might can achieve more than a a bag full of bright, right right oh, No, and that's yeah. correct
1: so therefore because i've because i've associated with myself with how you what do you say Nazi sympathizers and kind of alt-right people before there was the alt-right, there was the whole idea of might makes right, and the whole idea behind that. And so I've always, I've always tried to distance myself from that ideology, but yet that philosophy ends up coming back in terms of, okay, this is, this is exactly what you have. You have said property, and this is all the resources you can expend to defend it. Mm-hmm. Can you defend it? Against something coming at you know whatever it is coming at you and ultimately that's what it is. It's always the individual or the tribe or group or whatever defending what they have right now meaning their property means the thing that they own with their flesh and blood against an uncoming might.
0: Period. Yeah, that's what it always comes down to, and,
1: uh, and yes, it always comes down to it. So, therefore, but I mean, from I've, a,
0: I've, but from a practical standpoint, like if you're if you're talking about something that you want to increase the wealth of society, then property norms are fine. Like, wait, are, are, why are,
1: why fuck society? It's always about r- the right, right, right.
0: And <laughs> but, it always right. I, I'm agreeing with you, <laughs> okay. And it's a total spook, and I agree with it. But I'm talking about from my preferences. This is what I what. The, what this would seem like would be the best case for everybody. Period.
1: Well, right. Doesn't in that, my opinion, doesn't that go into the Randian argument of of uh, what is it? And I'm drunk, and I forget.
0: <laughs> Dude, we've been working this, on this beer. Yeah. You brought <laughs> yeah. a fucking mini keg over. I, I brought a five
1: gallon and, keg, and I, I and I was I,
0: like working on Zima before you came over here. Like, actually, it's not even working. Like, it was actual work. Like, I was <laughs> actually expending labor well, to so in order to keep that crap down. You know,
1: to to, to soothe <laughs> to to give my ego a little boost. You said. <laughs> You had to work on the zima. You're not necessarily having to work on my ale. So therefore, <laughs> <laughs> good times. That means my ale's good.
0: Yeah, your ale's my property.
1: <laughs> All right, I'm gonna have to fight you for that. But you know, <laughs> but in the end, what was it? self? Um, Rand called it selfishness, but yet it was. Um, it's not selfish. No, it's not. If she's using the it, wrong it, word. It, it's no, it is. It was completely the wrong word, and it's been taken out of context. But was it? Self, um,
0: self determination, self realization. God, I'm I'm (laughs) drunk and I can't remember. I was never a randian. No, maybe if we had Justin in here. No, but
1: yeah, I was at first. I started as a randian. Okay, and then went in. But it's it's um, self realization, self preference. It's it's the idea that selfishness does not exist. You're always working to better yourself but if you help other people that is in effect helping yourself yeah. because if you help their
0: outcome it's going to help your outcome because people are going to be wanting to help you right and that's or people a, want to if and, you're and going to the, be a dick and ripping people off they're going to want nothing to do with you they're not going to want to give you services they're not going to want you shopping at their stores they're right and to, isn't you, that yeah. the always the uh the
1: criticism of of uh objectivism and rannism but yet yeah. it's a definition of terms it's always been that, and yet Rand herself has been the utmost shit about defining her yeah, own terms. People
0: like will look at Bernie Madoff and go, "Well, she, she's he's the epitome of what Ayn Rand was talking about because he was selfish and he did what he wanted and he didn't care about anybody else. He just was concerned about himself."
1: But yet, you look at the Randian properties. You look at Hank Reardon and Atlas Shrugged.
0: But he no, made,
1: but, he created a system to which people can benefit ultimately. Yeah, but, but yeah, so but it's no, no But court. I'm
0: saying like Bernie Madoff would be the would be a point proving that she was right because where's Bernie now? He's not a millionaire. He's sitting in a jail cell for the rest of his life, and he's the epitome of what everything that's wrong with greed. No, I so, agree. And everybody so, hates him. No one, I mean, even if he was out of jail today, like there was going to be nobody this uh, way. So oh I, yeah. Let's maybe invest. So with you. I wonder
1: though. if it actually takes, I don't even know what to call an Intellectual Ubermensch or Untermensch, but there, there's gotta be a level to where you look at Rand's work and you say, okay, it goes this way as in the positive or it goes the negative. So the negative would be seeing Bernie Madoff's – or Madoff's uh, comparison and looking at that. The other reason being seeing the positive and seeing, you know what, I'm going to to be selfish. Self-interest. It's rational self-interest. Yeah. There we go. Took me (laughs) – how long did it take me to get that? But rational self-interest, but it's all about that because if you work for other people, those other people's good works will actually Mm -hmm. repay you in kind. It's all about rational self-interest. Yep. Because – and that and rational f- self-interest actually ties into the old school way of looking at tribalism. You and your tribalism.
0: Yep. <laughs> I I will defend this till the day I die because the old school way well, of looking then at you're not, tribalism. Then you're not being rational about it because my my whole position is never and has never been I'm right 100% of the time and I'm going to take this to my grave.
1: No, actually not, but the, but old school tra- tribalism has actually helped Society or humanity propel itself mm-hmm. to where it's at. Oh, so, yeah. so, look at that.
0: So has Embrace rape. Embrace that. But so has rape. <laughs> Just because, just because it you know, propelled there, 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 there human there is society is forward, and
1: Yang. So therefore, there is good and there is bad. And so, just because it's <laughs> propelled human history for quite
0: some time, doesn't well, necessarily no. mean it's good. And I, there's there's a no, lot of problems. I, I'm, I'm not comes, saying it's good. I'm but saying, I'm, it but, is but there's is a lot of problems. Is. There's a lot of problems with tribalism. But I think tribalism, like beer, is a vice. Like it was beneficial for human society. But now that we're living in this mass abundance of wealth and 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 and, and it's not a mass abundance of wealth because if you look at the way compared we, to where we were
1: when tribalism we, was necessary, yes, right, no, <laughs> Very much right. So. But look, yeah. look at the economy and look at the way it's contracting. Are we not going back to a way of tribalism in a sense? Look, yeah, at, but it's not good. No, it's not good. It's not good at all. But tribalism is actually necessary.
0: I I am no, saying that tribalism tribalism is a vice. It, no, I say if, it's if absolutely gonna root, necessary. If you're going to root barest, for a sports if you're going to root for a sports team that you think that you want to identify with, that's fine. That's that's, that's harmless. No, that's modern tribalism. If, if you're gonna, that if does you're not
1: gonna, propel society forward. That it does not ensure the survival of the species it is
0: white white nationalism. I'm or say- any racial notion I'm not reasonable. I'm not saying it is. I know, but I'm saying but that's the that's the dichotomy well no it is so so you, so, so you can you can he- ha you can, have, you can have you can have something where you can say like okay, this is a vice, I understand it's a vice, and I'm gonna enjoy it but i I don't think that anybody's gonna sit here and say that alcohol is gonna cure cancer <laughs> right. Just like any other vice, but vices you look, aren't going to If you cancer. look at the standard
1: form, the old form of tribalism, not what the modern form is, because the modern form is what? What's your tribe? Okay, sports team, political team, everything else. Like no, your people, and ultimately it goes down to familial units or tribal units or your clan or however else you want to identify as originally, because libertarianism. Anarchism can be tribalist, yes. So therefore,
0: but you, you, but you identify for the most part. You're not. No one's going to be 100. percent But for the most part, you identify with me ideologically, right? Yeah, correct. Okay, so we're so part. Let's say we're part of a tribe, right? But <laughs> let's say that there was an anarcho-communist who came along and said, "Jim, I'm not going to disagree with anything that you say on anything else, uh, even though I do." I'm not going to say that, but you're making this one critical error here and you're making this one critical error when you're saying <laughs> X is true. But here is demonstrable evidence that shows that Y is true not and that X is definitely false, even though it doesn't undermine your complete premise or it doesn't undermine your conclusion. But this is something that you said. This was just factually inaccurate. And I was like, no, you're wrong because you're a communist. And I was fighting with him. Whose side, quote unquote, side are you going to take? So because, remember, you're a tribalist. So you have to take a side. <laughs> and <laughs> and, decide and, and, and
1: I will take a side. But you weigh the facts. And because you're more kin than but not. But then
0: if you're going to weigh the facts and you're no, not really weigh, weigh the in facts the terms but of tribes. Heard, no, but
1: here's the key. Because you weigh the facts. But the fact that you're actually kin, or or of kin, or whatnot, mm-hmm. is strongly in your favor. But you weigh the pros and cons. Trust me, I have a very nuanced approach to tribalism because I've I've learned
0: this. So you're basically you're basically advocating for moderate use of alcohol, like just drink on the weekends. In moderate doses <laughs> don't drive home drunk
1: you know that which the, is but, what i'm saying but but which you is, know but what that's
0: but that's exactly but, what i'm saying but let's look at it the you're fact, talking about the you're fact, fact the fact is you're talking about vices in moderation versus but the fact
1: is that everybody, everybody you're actually part of week. you're part of my tribe right so therefore i'll take you 75 percent. but if you fucked up which we've actually had i've actually mm-hmm. had within my own tribe saying that, yes, he's part of the tribe, but guess what? He really fucked up. So we're going to outweigh the fact he's part of the tribe with the fact they he fucked up and given a percentage to whether or not to kick him out. Okay, that's
0: fine. Guess what? It's all nuanced. But this is exactly what I'm saying is it's okay to have a vice. It's okay to recognize it as a vice, and you're understanding that you're not going out and getting – you're not being an alcoholic, which is what I view as – Most people who kind of adhere to tribalism. So when I see people like – and I I don't mean to name names and I've seen shit like this before. um,
1: I've I've got a very funny anecdote. But there's
0: a lot of YouTubers who will automatically jump to the defense of people just because they think that some person who is outside of their sphere – is attacking someone who's inside of their sphere.
1: There is a difference. There is a and they will they will difference. defend
0: them to the point of like complete insane irrationality.
1: Right, but here's here's the point with me and my tribe because my tribe's family and there's a distinct there's a distinction between friend and family. Right. If you're part of our group, we run it much like the mafia. And this was not my own distinction. This was someone else. But he's but he stated it best when he says like, yeah, it's like the mafia when you're in, you're in period. And now we weigh the pros and cons now. However, but so let me say this person actually has tie loose ties to the mafia back in Chicago. So that's the way it works. So he brought that home. Whether or not. By the way, this is really interesting that I'm being challenged on this. Like,
0: had has I, ever challenged me? Had breakfast? I never ac- <laughs> Had Sorry. I
1: never actually met this person, it'd be completely different. But this person has been extremely influential in my life, has been a type of father figure since I haven't had a father figure since I was about 15 because mm-hmm. my father died. So, therefore, I, I look at this Midwest, Midwestern kind of Chicago influence, mafioso aspect as an influence on in my life. So it's, it's difficult for me to say – to take an objective point of view and saying, you know, what – how is this going to happen absence of any type of uh,
0: – Here, here's, here's what I'm talking about when it comes to tribalism. Like there's – I mean like tribalism – so well, the type of tribalism that I'm talking about is just kind of like either ideological or. But that's the point. See, I'm looking at racial or. I'm looking or at, I'm looking at more
1: innate so, types of tribalism. It's it's all about the family, the tri- no, so tribes. Tribes being family or clan oriented, and I, then I can ex-
0: understand. I can understand if someone you cared about, even though you, they may have done something wrong, s- someone you cared about is being attacked, and you having an empathy for that. Even if they, even if they technically, they probably deserved it, right? They, they actually stole from a store owner, and the store owner is like trying to figure out a way to to get back at them or whatever. You can kind of feel empathy for the store owner, but at the same time, it's like
1: you got yeah, to defend. You so have to defend
0: your own. Even if there, they're there's wrong. that part of you that that clicks, Here, but the same the, time, here's the key. But at the same time, is is it really? If, if you're going to be a tribalist, wouldn't it say? Wouldn't it conclude? If you're going to say that, is to say that. Yes, my brother is wrong. Yes, I care about my brother. And th- the best solution for that long term, from the egoist perspective, right, is this not to say that, that I should defend him blindly, which would be the, the actual tribalist view, which is, well, what, no, which, you, but, which is what you see in tribalism, is not just to just be like, well, I'm going to defend him, the store owner, because he's, he's a jackass, but to rather say, hold on a second. Let me take care of this because my brother's being a fuckface, right? And I, I will try to figure out a way to, re- to compensate you for the damages. That what
1: about this? If your brother, if the store, looking at the store owner and saying your brother coming at you, you defend yourself against the store owner, but yet privately, you beat the fucking shit out of your brother because you know what? that's
0: not exactly tribalism.
1: It is tribalism. At least,
0: least not how I, how no, I perceive right. tribalism. But what I, is, what, which which is what is what I perceive hard.
1: tribalism is, you know what? You defend against the other, but then you handle your own. Mm-hmm. You fucking, you know, you stall off or you defend against the onslaught. And then once that's taken care of, you know, like, you know, you look at it. And you're like, what the fuck did you do? And the beat down. That's any gang. Any okay. g- any gang you look at, say the
0: bloods are Crips. Let's, the let's, l- like, let's say when, the Crips. I, I I get what you're saying, and I agree with it. But what I'm saying is, like, when people view tribalism and people people, well, the, to the tribalism, the ideal tribalism don't care. has been
1: perverted at an extent, right? What's and the, I blame libertarians for that because they have perverted the means of tribalism to to an extent.
0: Because in and of itself, it's, it's per- not libertarians. It's everybody. Well, no, no, no. Well, like everybody no, does what, this stuff. It's, everybody this does is, it, but who puts the label see, to it? It's, hold on, It's, it's libs. But no, no, no. Like this, this whole view of like we have to people defend people who are in our tribe blindly has has been like a staple, not just of libertarians, but of every no i understand that but it's, who... it's, it's just like snowflakeery. it's on no, it's on all I sides i understand that but I understand you have to look at certain at what... groups have more propensity to it right and but... they shouldn't because they're libertarians and well, they should no, no, be no. what i'm
1: saying right? is you have and what i'm saying in that is you look at the media look at the media has chosen to betray blacks well no it's it's like okay it doesn't matter Muslims. look at the 90s right so you had gang violence yeah gang violence that but yet there was a strict social order Within the gangs themselves. They took care of their own. There was that was tribal. Every gang has been tribal. They take care of their own. They deal with their own. And the only shit that gets out is the shit that's reported by the media. Go you live in California, you know yeah. about the bloods and crips. Yeah. So therefore you know <laughs> that there were specific things
0: And I know they were extremely violent towards people and they would defend each other right to the death right even if they but knew you they ad- were wrong but if you actually look at the internal even if they
1: knew they were wrong i understand that that's to the outside that's to the outsider but if you actually look at interviews dealt with ed bloods and ex chris oh, yeah
0: they knew they knew they were wrong but it doesn't matter because they're part of their tribe part it's- of the
1: tribe but they actually dealt justice within their tribe muslims do it jewish people do it mormons do it everyone oh, yeah, does the- it no, but the, but that's the idea of tribes. So there's the outward face towards the invader or towards the enemy, and then there's always the internal right.
0: justice. And, and my point of view has always been: fuck tribes, fuck everybody's tribes, fuck your tribe, fuck my tribe.
1: <laughs> but you can't get away from it, even
0: no, even, no, 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 in hold, a, hold even in a even in a free on. society. Free people who you, would, you, you, would can, you, can, you can you can you can get away with a lot of it. And, and and again, I find like I'm I, not I'm i not, bullsh- I'm not a prohibitionist. I call bullshit on the argument, dude. I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. I'm not a pro. You know this. I'm not a prohibit. When it comes to tribalism, because we're talking about a vice here, I'm not a prohibitionist. But tribalism
1: is not a vice.
0: I, I think it is. Well, I believe you're and wrong. That's, that's always been. I think
1: r- I think you're factually <laughs> wrong. Actually, I think you're objectively wrong. That tribalism is a vice.
0: No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> You could think that. You (laughs) know, I do think that, that. and I think you're wrong. I do think that tribalism is a vice, and it has its place. However, tribalism
1: is a part of humanity, regardless. Same as hierarchy. Same as
0: it it can't. It can't be abused.
1: Define abuse. Define abuse. Okay, so if you had a glass
0: of wine, no, not hold on, hold on. If you had a glass of wine every day, it's actually beneficial for you, right?
1: I'm not talking about that. Talking about actual tribalism. Tribalism as we've actually defined it. No,
0: it's not <laughs> because as and it's defined, then you're wrong. Cur- no, as it's then defined currently, then you're wrong because you're finding outliers. Right, I'm hold talking on. about social groups, but here. you're finding outliers. You're finding like, okay, well here's here's gangs because they're they're out and they're an outlier because they're like they're part of this specific group that works outside of of the state system because they have to because they're committing crimes. But when you're talking about about people who are working every single day, if you're a liberal, people will defend you because you're a liberal. Think of all the people that were defending Anthony Weiner to the death. To the death. Right. (laughs) All the people that are defending Hillary Clinton to the death. People who still defend Donald Trump to the death. People who defend Richard Spencer to the death, who's now, like, defending the Holbador. (laughs) like there's people who are going to defend these people no matter what or do they say like this is the standard operating procedure in tribalism now if you want to say i would say that's the modern form of tribalism yes if you're going that's the perverted form of tribalism exactly if you're going to say that alcoholism is a problem you can't say well i don't really have that kind of alcoholism i have the kind of alcoholism that's Basically, having a glass of wine a day that's not alcoholism that's having a glass of wine a day <laughs> like that's not that's not consuming it down to the vice level right you're actually using it in moderation you're using alcohol in moderation like this is the first time I've been drunk in two weeks three so weeks? what is so so what is so I, I I'm drinking in, in overall. I'm drinking in moderation. I'm I'm not drink, and, and it's a vice, and I admit that it's a vice. The sad thing is, I what, watch what hockey, I want, want. That's a vice. No,
1: what I want. <laughs> no, it's in a form of entertainment. It's not a vice. It's sad to say though. I love, it has benefits. I don't want to believe. Vices have I don't want to do this, but yet the fact that because of a Mormon up, a Mormon upbringing, Mormon upbringing, therefore, I'm looking at it as a me versus them argument. You look at Mormonism and what they're doing. The Nephites and Lamanites. Well, no, I'm not, talk- I'm, not, I'm not even talking about the ancient Mormon bullshit. I'm talking yeah. about modern. Modern Mormons. It's an us versus them. It's us, the Mormons, versus everyone else. Yeah. It's a form of tribalism. But yet, how effective are they
0: at spreading that tribalism? Pretty pretty effective for a while. Pretty pretty effective. But then the internet came. But that's the same thing that happened to Scientology.
1: But even then... Even-
0: but even and with the internet, look at what they do in order to defend their tribe. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> like,
1: but even, you see what I mean? But even them, but okay. So that is a vice. Well, okay. So Mormon, at the same, so you the can same consider time, Mormon as a you, vice? Look,
0: so you can say that there there are things in tribalism that are beneficial to humanity, beneficial to, quote unquote society, whatever you want to define it as. There's benefits to that. So what? At what point? But they're always in moderation. It's but no, no. Always, no you it's look always at in moderation. And look at you're advocating, it. At what point? What you are advocating is having a glass of wine with dinner, not having a glass of wine every ten minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is what I've always been advocating against. Is that this is a vice? You need to treat it as a vice. If you want to enjoy your vice, that's fine. Is there some benefits that can come from your vice? Of course. But if you but if you treat it as a vice, then it's always going to be either beneficial or neutral. Fuck you and your logic. I <laughs> get it.
1: I know. I know. All right. And, but the, the issue is... if the you, Once you, if you, once you start
0: drinking to excess, then you're going to start running into the things where you're going to be like, well, well fucking Adam Kokesh is one of us, so I don't want to defend him. I don't care if he's drinking off the parking lots. Well, no.
1: <laughs> no, I agree. I fully agree. Yeah. Excess and anything is going to be a detriment. All right. I, I get it. No, I get that, but... Cause you hear so many. I
0: don't care if she's thirteen. That's not pedophilia. That's, that's well, no,
1: it's okay. No, I get that's it. Basically, how I'm. No, I it. no, I get it, <laughs> okay. I, and I understand that point of view. But it's like if you look at it from an out, outside perspective, or even from my perspective, you look at the libertarians, even on Facebook, even the moderate ones who rail against tribalism. But you're like, but how that
0: wouldn't bother me.
1: no um i can name quite a few that are facebook friends but they all rail against tribalism. i'm like do you really fucking know what that means i mean you're looking at the old old way or the new way oh how to put it moderation or abuse yeah actually that's what it would be (laughs) and yet everyone's advocating the abuse i'm like are you fucking kidding me because you wouldn't be here your people your family, your clan, mm-hmm. whatever, would not be here without
0: that form of tribalism. So basically, what you're saying is that I convinced you using logic and reason. and it's not because I'm smarter than you; it's because I, I it just happened in this particular case to have better arguments. But you at least you admitted that you were wrong in this particular case, unlike a particular person who will go unnamed, MK, right? <laughs> About slavery. <laughs> Wow, right. you had to bring that.
1: Up. No, okay, bringing up old shit through the logic. Come at me,
0: come at me, bro. <laughs>
1: through logic and argument, my argument is good up until said point, where okay. then it gets disrailed because so, because I would actually agree. Yes, moderation versus excess. All and right, in putting in that in that frame of terms, yes, I would agree.
0: All right, I'm not. I'm not a prohibitionist.
1: So you would say, "Fuck you, MK," or <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: No, I love you. I love
1: you, MK. Really, I do. But I want to fight you every step of the way. I want to fight you. That's
0: it. That's even their that, 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 profile pictures right yeah. now are arguing with each other. Right? Is, I think, that's that's Jim's words. That's not mine. That's I MK's words. really, I
1: have nothing but love for MK Lords and her people, cock. whoever they may be. Cock, cock.
0: Should we start wrapping this up? Wait a second.
1: Is that wait, would that be hot? Wait, wait, now we're getting. Now we're getting into g- degenerate porn and I'm actually kind of turned on by that. So
0: therefore explain yourself. No, I'm done. Okay. Worms. Goims. Do you have anything you want to plug before we go? Uh
1: I've got if you're ever interested in what's going on in the uh
0: Oh yeah, you gotta do a podcast. I haven't listened to that yet.
1: Clark. The Clark County area, I'm doing a news brief for all things happening in Clark County, basically the Vegas area. So check out Syntopia on SoundCloud.
0: S-I-N-T-O-P-I-A. Correct. Right.
1: Yeah, and that's it. And I have a brewery, which it's a baby. It's a sperm. Yeah.
0: But it's a baby. But yet, still. It's happening. Yep. And I'm selling flags, so be a flag it and buy one.
1: Oh, I already am, but yet he gives me his flagets for free. So nah, nah, uh,
0: nah, You owe me. I... <laughs> you owe me 26 bucks.
1: Does that actually count for like an ass grab or? No. Okay. No. I tried because someone else tried to charge me no. 40 bucks for an ass grab and I said no. No. Reach around? No. Uh, Especially not. No. Um, Furry porn. Dude, I'm going to go to a furry convention. <laughs> I convinced a co-worker to go with me to a furry convention. <laughs> no. I, I will go well,
0: I, and I, I will tag you. I went to a Second Life convention. This is – we'll keep going. Fuck it. <laughs> so I used to post Second Life and I went to Second Life and there's a lot of furries in Second Life. That's where kind of where they hang out anymore.
1: I'm dying. <laughs>
0: and I saw furries in real life and – so, when I first saw us furries, they were in Second Life, and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of adorable. Like they're dressing up like little animals. It's adorable." And then, and then you just happen to stumble into one of their little furry things, and you're like, "Oh, this is so cute. Your eyes are so cute." And then like, you're like, "Wait, well, you no, know, that. Oh, what are you doing? No, no."
1: Well, keep telling me about the convention, and then, while and then I you're, get you're some like, "You ale. know
0: what? No, because we're gonna wrap it up." <laughs> Goddamn God it. Ugh. anyway so and then ever since then i've been like you know what nazis got it wrong it wasn't the jews it was the furries <laughs> you know there,
1: there is a coworker that i've i made I made, fr- I made friends with an amazon he's big in he's big in anime and whatnot he's one he's one of those people and so i keep on making mention like dude there's a furry convention in vegas let's go and I've trapped him and actually going with me. Because I want to check out a furry convention because why not? Why not try to fuck a hot fox? I mean, Does,
0: or a, fox, a hot chick fox? dressed up as a fox. Yeah, hot. Pick
1: one. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you can't have both.
1: <laughs> At a furry convention, I beg to differ. No. Yeah. No.
0: I'm going to have to disagree with you. There could be a hot girl inside of the Fox uniform. Doubtful. Okay. Doubtful.
1: Doubtful. Doubtful. Well, I'm going to have to check it out for myself and actually be one of those people. But the problem is- One of those degenerates that Donald Trump and the alt-right want to condemn-
0: We're going to have this argument again. All right. Obviously. (laughs) If you have a beautiful woman and she has her hair fritzed out and she has her makeup all- right (laughs) well but wait you have a hot woman
1: but yet she decides to put on uh what is it
0: if if she if she she decides to put on
1: accessories that accentuate herself in a more animalistic manner no no i would fucking wreck that shit no but that's not what they're doing
0: they're not (laughs) well i have they're not emphasizing anything it's a it's a full body costume you can't see their anything you can't see their shape well
1: but see at that you point I don't know because I've never attended one, so therefore I have to take your
0: word you're for not, it and no, I do not. So no, therefore it's like going to a it's like I going, have to see it for myself no, it's like going and be a, disappointed. It's like going to a mascot meeting where you're just seeing a bunch of mascots to baseball teams, except they're fucking and you're completely disturbed. Like, that's that's what happens. Actually, that might not be a bad idea. No, because, it's disturbing. You know? And if it's a slut, it's disturbing. <laughs> it's,
1: it's fucking Las Vegas, and no. shit happens here. I'm like, eh.
0: Furries, furries are absolutely <laughs> terrible. Dude.
1: the furry convention is the no. exact same time as DEFCON, and I would rather be at a furry convention than DEFCON, because I don't want my shit hacked. And then the
0: the furry no. picture's actually out. You get a burner cell phone. <laughs> Yeah. You, you either get a uh, DEFCON, you get a burner cell phone. You know, GIF you yiff in hell. I, 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 <laughs> I guess we'll wrap I, it up here. We'll wrap it up here. Worms. <laughs> Long live furries? No. <laughs> yes. It's getting cut. <laughs>